Shalom Aleichem. Mishnah Yomi continues. We are beginning chapter 3 of Moed Katan. We are pre-recording for Simchas Torah. In Eretz Yisrael, it's already Isruhag, but we have the second day of Shmini Atzeret, which in Chutz Laaretz, outside of Eretz Yisrael, we celebrate as Simchat Torah. So there's no Simcha greater than learning Torah. Baruch Hashem, we are learning together. Chapter 3 of Moed Kotan. The Elu Megolchin B'Moed. These people can take a shave and a haircut on Chola Moed. Now the Gemara explains that our sages said you can't normally take a haircut during Chola Moed because we don't want people to put it off. You understand we're all busy uh, getting our carbonates ready, cooking and cleaning and making challah and everything for the Sorech of Yom Tov. Somebody might just put off their haircut and say, oh, get on a Chola Moed. So our sages said no. Normally, you cannot get a haircut cholamoed, and that way you have to get it before the holiday so you don't go into Yom Tov looking disheveled. So who can actually get a haircut during cholamoed? Haba memedinat hayam, someone who arrives from overseas. He was literally stuck on a boat or a train or something and just got into town. He can go ahead and take a haircut. Mibeta shivya, or he was had been captured, and then we redeemed him from the captors. It's a big mitzvah, pidyon shivuyim. To, uh, to get Jews out of captivity and get them back home. Hayotzi mebeta surin, somebody who gets out of jail during Cholamoed, can get a haircut, he couldn't uh, when he was imprisoned. Vehamenuda, somebody who is in Nidui, which is a certain excommunication, shetir lo chachamim. And then this person did tshuva, stopped doing something wrong, so the sages released him from his ban of Nidui, and now he's allowed to get a haircut, which he could not do when he was under the ban. And somebody took a vow himself not to cut his hair, and then he went to a sage to release him from his vow. If he did so on Cholomoed, he can go ahead and get his haircut on Cholomoed. And now the Mishnah adds another category of people who can get a haircut, if a Nazir made a vow of Naziris, and part of that vow of being a Nazir is to not grow your hair for a minimum of 30 days, but it could be as long as he wants. So if his vow ends during Cholomoed, and he could have even set it up that way. You know, he understands he'll be in Yerushalayim uh, during, during Yom Tov, during Cholomoed Sukkot or Cholomoed Pesach. So he wants to take care of his Nazir at that time also. He could do so. He can get his haircut as part of the concluding rites, the concluding ritual of the Nazir status. Hamitsura, Mitsura is someone at Sarat, one of these skin ailments. It's really a spiritual ailment. It's not leprosy. It's not a physical communicable disease. And somebody who was Tame and is now becoming Tahor, they have to uh, wash themselves, their clothing, and take a haircut as part of the process. And these people can do laundry during Cholamoed. Now, again, our sages said most people, most of the time, should not be doing laundry in Cholamoed. First of all, it's a tircha, it's a schlep. Uh, even with laundry machines, if you have kids, Bar Hashem, the laundry piles up. It's a blessing, but it's it's a never-ending supply of laundry. It's a tircha. We don't want a lot of tircha during Cholamoed. We also want people to wash their clothing, launder their clothing, get the dry cleaning done and out of the way before Yom Tov. So you have clean clothing and nice things available, freshly pressed, ironed, good to go, dry cleaned before Yom Tov itself. You're not going to wait till Cholamoed to do it. So who can do so? Habab Amidiyat Hayam, again, someone who arrives from overseas, Mibeta Shivya, who was captured, Yotzi Mibeta Sorad, who was imprisoned, Hamanudeh, again, someone excommunicated under a ban, Sheitir Luchachamim, that he's changed his ways and he can rejoin the community and the sages allowed him back. Chen Mishanisha Luchacham somebody who made a neder, he made a vow against doing laundry, and then he was released from his vow. This is not a vow any of us should be making. 
not only is it sort of an extreme uh, behavior, a very uncommon thing in our common, you know, in today's society, when we have Baruch Hashem running water and laundry machines, it's not so common to do. It's also, it's a mitzvah ben adam chavero to, to, you know, to be uh, clean and uh, freshly smelling when you go into shul, when you're around your fellow man. Mitzvah adam ben chavero, it's a very important thing. And the Mishnah adds certain items that can be laundered by anyone. Mitzpachot hayadayim, so mitzpachot hayadayim is hand towels. Now, these commonly get dirty and would need to be washed, at least rinsed out during Cholomoed. The post-game nowadays, they say commonly uh, babies' clothes, infant clothing. You know, a cloth diapers, certainly, but even infant clothing that gets soiled. You know, infants are always soiling their clothing. Baruch Hashem, it's part of the joy of being an infant and having an infant. So that could even be washed in a Cholomoed, according to many modern post-game. So these are the towels of the Saparim, either barbers who are can cut hair of people who are allowed to get a haircut. There's also Girsa Hasforim. It could be the covers for uh, holy books, for scriptures that are, are commonly getting used during Cholomod, or perhaps by teachers who they spread out, uh, you know, some sort of um, cloth for people to lay their scriptures on. And these are bath towels. Bath towels get used on Cholomod, Baruch Hashem, we're bathing, we're all in Yerushalayim together, it's good to be fresh. We're all using our towels so they can be washed during Chola Moed, similar to what I mentioned by infant clothing in modern-day post-game mention. A Zavin of a Zavot, somebody who had an irregular admission, he was a Zav or she was a Zava. A Nidot, a Yoldot, a woman who was Nida on her period or had given birth. In these situations also, they need to launder their clothing, some of these stains, blood stains and the like, if they're not laundered, you know, quickly, it could be a, a lasting stain, and it's a hefsed, that's a loss if you don't take care of it. The chola olin mitzumalitzahara, anyone who goes from a state of impurity to purity, in many of these cases, they need to wash their clothing. For instance, somebody uh, came in contact with a corpse, with a met, not only are they tame, but they need to immerse their clothing, launder their clothing as well. They are mutter to wash their clothing. But other people are forbidden to wash their clothing during Cholomod because, again, our sages want you to do your dry cleaning and your laundry before Yom Tov, before the holiday. So you go into Yom Tov, fresh, clean, haircut, laundry, dry cleaning, everything's taken care of. That's the ideal situation. So my blessing to everyone is you should go into Yom Tov in a state of preparedness and menucha and simcha v'samachta bechagecha. Wonderful learning with all of you. Tizkula mitzvot. Be well.